What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. We're running a little two-man action today, a little pick and roll. <laughs> just forget what I just said. But no, no Cody. I love it. No, love Cody. It. It's just me and West. We have just finished watching the Blazers drop their first game of the in-season tournament to the Utah Jazz. So they dropped a one and one in the tournament. They lose 115 to 99. Injuries are just ravaging this team right now. Um when a guy that I had never heard of until watching the game tonight in Justin Bouye, J- S- Jamal Bouye, actually not sure his name, but uh, proving your point, that hairline was not something I want to see again. But what were your thoughts on tonight's game? Because you wanted to start this podcast early because that was some ugly basketball in the fourth quarter. Well, I think uh, if the followers um, or if the listeners of this podcast would like to go to your Twitter feed, I think you summed it up pretty well. We just have flat out worse players than the other I mean, team. We Which play hard. True. It's true. Yeah, we, hey, we played hard. We play hard. I Jabari Walker was getting on the floor. Tamani Kamara always seems to be making a, you know, a winning type play. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day. Uh, the Blazers just are severely lacking in talent, as they really already did before the injuries. And now even with Brogdon, with Scoot, with Ant, with Robert Williams, with all these guys out. And, you know, you see Duop Reith shooting a grenade with one on the clock from 35. <laughs> it's, it's tough to score that way. It really is tough to score. Yeah. Um, yeah bad, pardon, bad game. Pardon for what it's, it's Jamari Bouye. Um, Get it right. He was he played some bad basketball tonight. Um, I think a very important thing from tonight is Tumani Kamara had his first career start. He started over Matisse Thibel tonight. Um played 26 minutes and he was one of the bright spots tonight. I do think tonight was a great DeAndre Ayton game, especially in the first half. He was money from the mid-range. Uh he ends with 22 and 10. Shane Sharp struggled tonight, especially shooting the ball. He was four of sixteen from the field, two of ten from three. But even in an DJ off night. night, even in an off night, he still CJ night. That's funny. Even in an off night, he still had eight rebounds and seven assists. And I think again, that's something we want to see from Sharp. We want to see him be more than a scorer. So I think he impacted the game in positive ways. But you know, when he made a bad play, it was really bad. Um, I'm not sure the turnovers by him it was three turnovers, so nothing, nothing crazy tonight. But yeah, that fourth quarter was just atrocious basketball. I want to see if I can get it right. What was the score? Yeah, I feel like this is like we only the, scored thirteen points in the fourth. It's quarter. yeah. I feel like it's every game where we're like kind of in it. We just go on like a five to eight minute stretch of just no buckets. Yeah, and but we I, were I missing, think... we were missing free throws, and the Jazz crowd was getting hyped because they were getting free food. Kevin and Lamar were going on about how they they looked hang. He said the crowd looked angry. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, I will say these these end season tournament games. I don't know how much we've talked about it. If we really talked about it that much in the last podcast, but like I think it's got a lot of juice. Like I find what did you think of the court so hard? I think the court's cool. I think it gives a different vibe. I think it. It makes you feel like there's something important, especially when the trophy's in the middle. I think they should do that for every single like time a trophy's on the line, like for the finals. Uh, the finals right, bring that there. back. Even for the conference finals, they have a conference finals trophy now. Do that, like make it different. Um, yeah, I mean you have a. I feel like that's something you see a lot in like uh, baseball, like the playoffs. They'll have like behind home plate, they'll have the big painted mm-hmm. out like World Series logo, and even sometimes on the mound they have that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And same goes with like jersey patches um, in college football for bowl games or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge fan of the in-season tournament. And I think I'm especially a fan because this team is not good and I know they're not going to make the playoffs. This is like, I think you could look back at the season and say we made a semifinal run in the in-season tournament. You could be like, well, we were bad, but we showed bright spots when we were trying to play meaningful basketball and we made a semifinal run. And I heard um, Kevin Lamar talking about how they think the winner should get an automatic play-in spot. Which would be about that. interesting. I don't know how I feel about that, but I think it would be about. a good thing. I don't know. Let's let's talk about that. I was gonna bring that up to you. Um I don't I think they should. I think that for teams such as the Blazers or you know, even like maybe playoff teams like the Thunder, for example, even like solid teams, when you kind of get like a guaranteed play in spot. I don't know. I mean, I, I originally they said playoff spot, but then you have to, you know, deal with our team's going to even like give a crap following the, the in season tournament. So I, I kind of like having that as an incentive um, in terms of the court. I, I, I have a theory that the it's blazer specific court or just in general, the theme of, the court? I, I was really talking about the jazz court tonight, but honestly in general, cause there are some, loud courts like just popping with color which is cool I've, i have a theory that it, they look m- much cooler in person than on tv it and does like, kind of look like they're playing on a green screen it does and it, like tonight the purple jerseys on the purple court like i was i was just tough it was, it was a little tough it was a lot of purple and i went to clemson and it was a lot of purple um i don't know do you have any like i don't actually did you see the blazers they're in group a for the in-season tournament like everyone's is not good and they're and they're like like the lakers are the best team at five and five in group a like it's just a weak yeah weak division what you want to talk that prior to the season no like suns are four and six yeah jazz blazers uh grizzlies um quick quick side side note quick uh what do you call it i don't know yeah quick quick side note uh did you see draymond put rudy in that headlock (laughs) What the heck? Hey, you want to know something that's interesting to note about that? Rudy was flopping too. He's like, we want the Warriors to suck this year. We have the first round pick this year. Hey, I could, I'd be down. I think it's from the holiday trade. I'd be down for Draymond to get suspended for 10 games. Yeah. You know, Curry. Curry, wait, Uh, Curry's hurt. Curry's literally hurt right now. He sprained his knee. But they're up on the T Wolves. Yeah, no, we need the Warriors to not be – we need them to miss the playoffs. That would be ideal. If we somehow lucked out, lucked into two lottery picks, then that would be – Joe Cronin, I love you. Yeah, are there any – there is a guy I want to talk about because he just got a new contract with the Blazers. Um, but before, is there any more just kind of micro takeaways from this specific game before we kind of get into the past week and as a whole? Yeah, you touched on Shaden. Um, you know, maybe not shooting the ball well, but having like, you know, impact in the rebounding category, the assist category. Uh, I've noticed something is every time we're on a fast break, Shaden's the last guy they want to throw the ball to, which is crazy to me. Oh, dude, that like I can count on two hands how many times I've already witnessed this this year. Shane I... is running, literally just pointing up or just holding his hands out, and we're throwing the ball to Duaparith. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the pass to Shaden on that fast break would have been really tough. But man, that play had some great build up. This yeah, is still yeah. when it's a close game. Jabari gets on the floor, gets it, gives it to Mays. 
uh, who just does kind of just like an unnecessary behind the back, but it looks super cool because he kept it tight. And then you got running down your left, you got shade and asking for a lob. And on the right, you got Mr. Baby Giraffe, Wrecking Ball, do off a wreath. Just Dude. feed me, feed me. He honestly looks like like Bismack Biombo or something. And of course, <laughs> Maze decides to feed it to him and just threw the hands. Well, I- I'll I'll say this. I feel like they're like scared almost to throw the lob. Just because they think they can't make a pinpoint pass. Like, so they're just going to take the like easy. You need to. Shane can get it from anywhere. Exactly. And that's pretty much what I had to say about the game tonight. Honestly, good segue into, you know, talking about Skylar Mason, Duop Reef in the Lakers game. I didn't really watch that game much. I I assume you didn't as well because it was a late Sunday nighter. It was but a late one, you know. We we kind of have to make smart decisions these days. Skylar. <laughs> not that good. Yeah. Skylar had 15 and 12. Yeah. That, in that game, Duop Reef monster. Duop Reef had eleven on three of eight from three, and I mentioned this in my little show that I'm doing these days. Um, What's that called? Waking up with West. It's on this yeah, channel. You, you guys should check it out. You haven't checked it out. Can, check I, it out. can I? Can I? Can I plug that? Go ahead and give it a quick, quick plug. I'll give it a quick plug. So we're two episodes in. I'm coming out with these episodes Tuesday mornings, Friday mornings. Uh, we're talking morning for you West Coast people. Like, yeah, no, they're coming out like I'm on the East Coast. They're coming on at 9 a.m. So you guys can do the time zone math there. But we're talking Blazers a little bit. You know, don't want to dive in too much into Portland because we have this podcast. But you know, right now we're talking a lot about the Ducks and what they need to do to bring a national championship to the Pacific Northwest. And then really, you know, usually like Tuesdays, I usually talk about the NFL. Fridays, we'll talk about the NBA. But it's kind of another show where we or I have an opportunity uh, on this channel to discuss things outside the Blazers, because as we know, you know, the Blazers are not going to be very good this year. And plus, you know, we have other interests. We have other opinions in other sports and the Ducks, you know, are a good local team. I even mentioned some Beaver talk. You know, I went to Clemson. The Beavers are in Oregon. The little DJ connection, maybe. Beavs. But either way, Oregon State, the playoffs. Oregon State, no, they have two losses, but Oregon State and Washington is going to be a that's going to be a game. Oregon, Oregon State's favored. favored. Yeah, I saw that. Oregon State's favored. Or that's why I meant Oregon State's. Yeah, favored. yeah, yeah. I was like one when I looked, but anyway, that's the new show. But long back to my point is when I was talking about, I was talking about on way on waking up with West that a, a cool little silver lining about this season is guys like Skylar Mays, guys like Duop Reith are giving are given opportunities to showcase what they're about and i know it sounds like a oh wow you're just a glass half full overly optimistic guys but there is something cool in you know in a tough season seeing a oh skyler mates at 15 and 12 good for him drop wreath 11 points on three threes nice um yeah i don't know i mean i it just it does kind of stink that skyler is a it's just another guard because we tend to just have a good, we're just good at finding guards. I mean, obviously I think that's a little easier to find in the NBA because the odds of finding a good basketball player at six, two is easier than one at six, nine. I mean, just the odds of finding a human at six, two is higher than finding a human. At six, yeah, nine, exactly. So that makes sense. But yeah. I do think that the, the positive play of Skylar Mays could be kind of a little more of a, uh, what's the word like insurance and a little more of like a, just a good guy to have, especially, and it gives you more of like, um, what is the word? Like, not more of a reason, but 
I don't know. He kind of, it's a little more, it it feels a little more safe if you want to deal Brogdon at the deadline. Right. Uh, You're just going to now go with a bunch of young guys. Even though Skyler's young, he plays like a vet. In in the same vein. He's literally Brogdon. Yeah. In the same vein of thing I was saying, he's, he's kind of like the perfect guy for a stealth tank, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's, he's good enough to get you numbers, but he's not getting 15 and 12 on a playoff team. Similar to Shane Sharp is probably not going for eight rebounds, seven assists on a fully loaded blazer team just because you know you i will say guys. we're again injuries are a big part of this i mean it's either there, you're given sharp 20 minutes you're, you're either giving sharp 40 minutes or you're giving bouye 35 like i would rather give it to sharp the but bear bones lineup right now playing sharp a lot of minutes hey as long as he stays healthy knock on wood you know yeah speaking of health i need him to get minutes i think it's time to talk kind of talk about the health um Obviously, Robert Williams is out for the year. Last podcast, we were speculating if he was going to get the season-ending surgery or if he was going to get the cleanup surgery. Uh, he went with the season-ending surgery, so he'll be out for the year. Um, be very interested to see kind of what his future is with the Blazers going forward because the last big man that dealt with injuries on our team, we ended up just letting them walk. I'm not positive. You're, exactly. you're talking about Festus Azili, right? I was not talking about this. <laughs> wow, Festus. I forgot he was on the Blazers. Did he ever even suit up? No. <laughs> but yeah, that, Zach Collins is who we were talking about. Obviously, Scoot, he is still out. He'll be out for another, I guess, at this point, week, week and a half at a minimum. Um, Brogdon, haven't really heard anything from him. It's a hamstring, so that can be lingering, especially for an older player. Um, and also, I think this is just another example of just go ahead and stack up the losses early. Well, I mean, I with know. Brogdon, you have to remember that he's a guy who is probably not going to be on this team long term. And so why would you play him maybe through a little knock or a little, you know, 50-50 injury when you, you know, you'd rather him be fully healthy? And then, you know, if you lose, you lose. That's kind of the grand scheme of things here. Yeah. And then what is the other injury? Oh, Ant, obviously. Um, I felt well, like honestly, a freaking forever ago. Well, I mean, he'll be out until mid December, probably. I just hope he's back for the time we're we're watching some games. I, I, do you remember the Do you remember the play when he got hurt? Because I don't. No, I don't at all. I'm so confused. I mean, it, obviously, it's a legit injury, but it just sucks. Like, I don't know. Injuries are just a part of sports, and it's really all I can say about that. I mean. Sometimes you get quote unquote lucky when it comes to injuries. And sometimes you just, I don't know, like the Robert Williams one, you could say it's unlucky, but he also has a, he has a track record. So I'm, yeah, I'm for the season wrong. ending. I'm for the season ending surgery, honestly, because Same. I don't think him logging mileage on his knees for a lost season, like this was already going to be really makes. Dumb. I agree. I agree with that fully. I think the only downside is just in the event that i don't know cronin said he traded for him with no intention of flipping him like he wants him for the future who knows if he was being serious or not yeah um i mean if they flip well i don't think that i don't i don't know why you would flip him now i don't think his value has gone up. well yeah no at this point you can't obviously with his injury right um so, so yeah 
won't be flipping him. I mean, if you flip him after the 2025 season, if after he had a good year, I feel like it kind no, of yeah, I'm basically, basically at this point, it's either just you, he is, he's a part of your team for the long term for sure, as I long as he, he stays healthy, or you're moving on in the summer just because you don't want to deal with it. But he, he provides a very uh, unique. He's just the perfect backup big. I don't think he's. We got, even just playing like 18 was, minutes a game. Even when he was starting, he literally last year was a defensive player of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. I think his best role is like having that 20 to 22 minutes off the bench because he's best when he has energy and he's good at playing at spurts. But exactly. unfortunately, it's not something we'll get to see this year. So that stinks. I'm, I'm just ready for Scoot to come back because it's officially gotten to the point where even though Scoot was has been terrible so far, I still would rather see him be terrible than a guy that has no future on Bouye. this team like Bouye. And again, no shots at Bouye, but like I genuinely had never heard of him until tonight. And maybe that's my fault. I should be knowing more, especially having a Blazer podcast. But like, that's I don't a, think people will be getting too mad. Regardless if you know him well or not, the, Fact of the matter is, you drafted Scoot num- like number three. That, just, he is the season. We just need more creation on the floor because, I mean, at this point, if Jeremy Grant isn't on the floor, like there was a point where Matisse Thybul was the second best creator on the floor tonight, and that's just ugly. Create. Jeremy Grant doesn't create, so but create a form of good offense. And no, but that's like that, like offense, like like my that's my point. Your best creator is someone who yeah. doesn't pass really. Yeah, so. Michael Porter I would just like I would just and honestly when Ant comes back we're going to think he's the second coming of Damian Lillard probably because the 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 level of basketball we're playing right now compared to what he'll play is is moon it's it's moons apart it's moons moons dude I've been using that phrase a ton really <laughs> yeah dude last time last time Penn State won a big game moons ago moons ago um sorry that was a sidebar Tangent is the word I was looking for a while ago, by the way. I was going to say something. Something about Anthony Simons being the second coming of Damian Lillard. No. How bad this team is currently. Something a lot earlier. Oh. Maybe it was about like Shaden or something. Or Tease. Tease had a good game tonight, I thought. Tease has been a solid vet. I I think we glossed over Kamara starting. Maybe a little bit, but I mean... Which is still insane because Kamara, Kamara, Thibel, potatoes, potatoes. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's you know they both are good defenders. Thibel is obviously a little more savvy and a veteran presence, but Kamara is the guy Ooh. you need to see. I know what I was going to say. He knows what he's kind of off topic from the Blazers, but ah. uh, the Rip City Remix had their first game. Oh, that's what you're going to say. Nice, cool. Did you I see? Heard, their I saw we won. We won. The jerseys are kind of sick. Like. Not gonna lie, like a, Rip City Remix merch looks a lot cooler than Trailblazers merch, really, just straight up. But yeah, Duop played in that game and he went crazy, so we called him up, hit three threes, and then can't catch a pass on a fast break. I know what I was gonna say as well. Speaking of Duop, he had the 11 points, three for eight from three in the Lakers, so I was kind of like recapping that game on waking up with Wes and the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers shot 37 free throws and we shot nine. But what do you expect? It's the Lakers. It's Again, just like the bubble. Honestly, 
Just like the bubble. I am okay. not going to complain about referees about wins or losses at all. No, I'm not. But when there's in season tournament games, because again, like I'm finding myself really enjoying the in season tournament. Okay, the Lakers, the Lakers, first of all, the Lakers game was not an in season tournament game. No, so I know. I don't know That's what why I don't care about that. Okay, so oh, so you, you, like, would I'm get saying, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed that we folded and just bent over backwards and just took it from this jazz team tonight in the fourth. Nice. Um, no, I mean, I don't care either. I didn't really watch the Lakers game. I'm yeah. glad I didn't because that I didn't want to see a, I didn't want to see an AD free throw parade. But, but yeah, there was no Braun in that game either. Right, but a tw- 28 free throws on the discrepancy, like the discrepancy is is wild. Yeah. And the Blazers are also like, have been making it a point to a- attack the rim this year. So we've been mm-hmm. shooting a lot of free throws, but you know, the Lakers just, I don't know. I feel like they're always at the line. All right, so how does how does this in-season tournament work? Is it one team moves on from each group? Yeah, so it's one team from each group and two wild cards. Okay, so how do I... No, 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 no. One team from each group and one wild card, because that would be four. NBA in-season. Wait, there's only three groups? ABC, yeah. There's five teams in each group, 15 teams in the conference. Oh, you only... There's a Western Conference and an Eastern Conference in-season tournament? Oh, oh. Eight teams total move on. There's, I thought, I thought it went straight to the semifinals for some reason. Yeah, yeah, no, four from each conference. Okay, so the Blazers probably won't move on, but you never know. Let's see standings. Okay, because I want to see if there's a chance we can move on from this. You're kind of into this, huh? I I am. So we're one and one, and point differential matters too. The Jazz are two and oh now, so you know, folding Mm -hmm. at the end of that game kind of sucked. Um, we play the Lakers on Friday who are one and oh, so we beat them. Is that an in-season tournament game on Friday? That is an in-season tournament game on Friday at home. Um, and then we have another one on the next Tuesday at the Suns. So looks Ooh, like we're we'll on the table next, here. That's next Tuesday? Yes. Ooh, we're going to be – we might might have to record this podcast after that game because I'd love to see a little NERC, NERC game. And so hopefully we win. We can just slander. Facts. I'm uh, revenge game, but yeah, okay, we're probably not moving on. No, we never were. But that would have been so fun. Like, give uh, me some juice from this season. Yeah, I want winning a, going to the playoffs is also fun, but we're not doing that. Well, yeah, but like, also the thing is that like these like good teams, like the Suns, for example, can't just like they can't. I mean, they could, but no one's gonna like load manage these games because they're still like regular season games. No, like yeah. the Blazers aren't just gonna like win the Mickey Cup here because everyone else is sitting. Man, it's just imagine making it to the semis in Vegas, man. It's a big deal. You know, you know, you know who's going to Vegas? The Ducks, baby. Sorry. Vegas Ducks. I think Cash that's actual championships, championships there. Yeah. Cash, Cash gotta get through the Arizona State game though. I saw a highlight. You want to know the two players that single-handedly destroyed Oregon in 2019 on a third and 16 with four minutes left, up three. What quarterback threw it to what wide receiver to beat the Ducks? Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels to Brandon Ayuk. Okay, well, one is the best receiver for one of the best teams, and the other is in the SEC now. And Arizona State sucks, although Washington only beat beat them without an offensive touchdown. We are 22.5-point favorites, though. I don't care. I mean – But, no, we are – We always lose. 
if you looked up in the dictionary the definition of a like of like a letdown spot, letdown spot this, yeah. this is what it would be it's literally what it is road game against a bad you're telling team. me oregon state can't backdoor way to the playoff with two losses now who I, I two losses i know but are you taking a one loss louisville or two loss oregon state both are champions of their I conference mean, oregon state's better but you kind of have to take louisville no, they beat, if they beat Florida State, Oregon yeah. State, their own Washington's only loss and Oregon's second loss. That's that's a resume right there, and a win over Utah. Okay, so so let me get this straight. Um, is if Oregon State is the hypothetical number four here, who who is ahead of them? So we got undefeated Georgia. Okay, undefeated Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Undefeated Florida State. Texas loses two more games. Um, Texas still has to play. They would take one loss Ohio State over. One loss Michigan. Or one loss Michigan over two loss. They would take no, the they wouldn't game. because of the scandal. No, they wouldn't. Okay, well, say. I feel, was... like, I feel like the uh, being a ch- conference champion holds a, I don't know how much weight it holds. Well, that's why the, when they get to the 12-team playoff, I mean, you're automatically and if that's the case the 12 team playoff would be great for this year. all i'm saying is for the oregon fans watching this just imagine how poetic it would be if it's in the last year of the conference a pac-12 team wins and that pac-12 team is led by a quarterback who said he couldn't do it in the sec and then he hands georgia's first law its first loss in like years in the national championship game when that's that's cherry. That's cherry. Who on is top. the? He is now the betting favorite at minus one twenty five to win the Heisman. Is he actually? Yeah. Bo's the betting favorite. Yeah. Was he like two weeks ago? Like. Yeah. Like, plus eight thousand or something. Not eight thousand. Like or four thousand. Something like that. He was like Dude, plus two thousand to start the year. I was watching an interview with Dan Lanning today, and I just he pumps me up so much. I I almost I almost put a put a future on Ducks to win the Natty. <laughs> Uh, sorry, this is don't take just, advice from uh, us, boys. Guys, if you are still watching this, but you're if like, you are an o, if you are an OG of TikTok, who remembers best bets with West or something like that? Wow, no, no, I was gonna say, if you're player watching, props, if you're watching this podcast right now and you are like, why aren't they talking about the Blazers? Let me ask you a question Would you rather talk about the Ducks or the Blazers? Please tell me what you want to talk about, guys. We're we're all ears, well, actually, hey, we're not. Hey, Speaking of, you want to you want to come on the show Friday since we'll be together. Uh, we it'd be Thursday night. Record Thursday night. I mean, I could probably be on the show. You you you, you could probably well, we slide little, that in your schedule or something. Do a little pack. We could do some packs for the weekend. You could. I I wanted to do that, but um, it was the inaugural show, and I didn't want to get uh-huh. too get too freaky. Which, by the way, in the show, I said I'm definitely taking Ole Miss with the points. <laughs> <laughs> got smoked it's fine what did i what did i look at this let's week? let's tie this back to port to the not portland to the blazers uh and wrap it up no uh, points with the blazers well i i mean we can do a little the bettings the the segue has to do with betting is you know you were talking about my best bets i started out five and oh last year but that's just because i kept taking the blazers against the spread and they were five and oh yeah but the Blazers are probably not a profitable team to bet on these days. Although, if you took them 
Raptors money, or you took them money line against the Raptors, you'd be you'd be up you'd be up some units. You or could, maybe Grizzlies was a must. I mean, if you, Raptors, honestly, if you took Blazers money line each game, would you? It's it'd be close. Blazers like plus. We were at worst like plus two fifty against the Raptors. At worst, no shot. We were lower than that. Probably it was like closer to plus two hundred. Yeah, but even like the the Grizzlies game, Grizzlies was probably like plus one fifty since we were at home and they were zero and six. Yeah. Okay. And the Pistons are the Pistons. We were. I know we were three point underdog against the Pistons. The Pistons were like plus one fifty, I think. So one fifty, two fifty, and like one eighty is like two. It's close. It's close. We're probably like minus point four. Eight losses or seven losses. Three. We're three and seven, guys. We are. Put a um, unit on every game. I think once January rolls around, I think I'll incorporate a new segment um, called Cooper Flag Watch. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's got a. He's got a year at college first. It'll be Ron Holland watch. Or uh, Al uh, Filipowski. No, no. Who's the, who's, who's the, I know who it is, but I don't want to say his name. Mateus Buzelis. Yes. I like that. Mattis. I didn't want to butcher it. I don't know. Cooper flag is actually kind of scary. <laughs> what do you mean? Like he's really good. No, like, look, he just like, kind of, he's just kind of scary. And what do you mean? He's like just from Maine, and he just doesn't sound like he's from Maine. He sounds like he's from Zone Six in Atlanta. <laughs> well, that's I'm just being because, honest. Yeah, well, that's because you know, but like he's scary. You're he, a product of your environment. He says it. Probably all all his friends are just legit hoopers. Yeah, um, I'm not. That's that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anything else about Skylar Mace? No. Final thing I'll do is plug our TikTok because. Uh, Maybe you would enjoy that. And if you don't want to go to our TikTok, oh you can God. watch it on shorts instead. We've been posting some shorts, just more NBA content, especially just with the Blazers. We were already going to kind of start to expand a little bit to more non-Blazer content, but I think it's warranted even more with the fact that the Blazers aren't as good this year and there's less to talk about. So we will always have the weekly podcast every week. Don't worry about that. You're... Um, but... and. and over the course of the season, as things get a little more interesting, we'll, we'll definitely incorporate some more individual videos as well. Those aren't completely gone. Um, you're not going to see game-by-game game recaps. I'm sorry. I don't think you want to see that, um, especially two-hour ones. Um, but it's it's just the reality this year of uh, the Blazers. Um, if it all leads to a championship in two years, who gives? But... All in all, go follow our TikTok. Go follow our TikTok. Go follow our. I guess you're already here, so watch our shorts as well, and check out Waking Up yeah. with West. Yeah, check uh, out Waking Up, especially on Friday, because I'll be joining the show. We're doing some college football picks. We'll be doing some cons- just absolute. Just we'll just be some gamers. Yeah, honestly, Friday. I'm thinking Friday, like not even talking about the Blazers. Football I think Friday. We, I think we literally it's football Friday, and we literally the first half of the show is we're picking college football games and we pick NFL games. And there's was a rip in our best bets. Yeah, best bets against spread, player Maybe. props. I, I I will say it's funny how CJ Stroud has just been like from a per, uh, from a narrative perspective, just cooking Bryce Young. But Bryce Young's win is against CJ Stroud. It's kind of funny. Yeah, the Panthers, other than that Texans win, have not covered the spread once this year. Um, that is not profitable. Go gentlemen. back and look at my Instagram story on my personal Instagram account and see that I tagged CJ Stroud when we got the first overall pick. So I I was always wanted CJ Stroud. Um, Crazy. I'll still support Bryce. But thank you guys for watching. 
We'll see you guys in the next podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace out.